Over 200 million people visit the Explore page on Instagram every day to discover new ideas and find inspiration. But now, taking center stage is well-known TikTok imposter, Reels. When I created my new content strategy for January, I knew it would be effective in theory. But now that I've seen the results in action, I can say confidently that it works. This strategy helped me gain over 1,500 new followers in one month. Reels are absolutely essential to increasing your reach organically, and I'm going to tell you exactly how in this episode. So keep on listening. Welcome to the Creator Club Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Steckley, YouTube creator and creative entrepreneur. The Creator Club Podcast is a workshop-style show dedicated to teaching creators and entrepreneurs the best strategies for social media marketing and content creation. Whether you're into Instagram, creating on YouTube, trying TikTok, or producing podcasts, this show is made for you. And because here at Creator Club, we believe in teaching everything you know, and the community is more important than competition, this club is open to everyone. Come and join us. First, let's talk about how it started versus how it's going. When I started the year January 1st, 2021, with 16,044 Instagram followers, I had no idea that I would be able to grow to almost 20,000 followers now in like mid-February when I'm recording this. Before implementing my new content strategy for January, my follower count wasn't growing very quickly, especially at the end of 2020. In both November and December, I only gained around 250 followers each month, and I actually ended up gaining more than 1,500 followers in January before the month ended. It was actually kind of close to 1,700, but 1,500 sounds better in a title, so... (laughs) The growth rate here is astonishing, and I really believe there are a few reasons for it that I'm going to dive into in this episode. We are going to look at an in-depth look at my analytics, what analytics were impacted, what my Instagram insights are telling us, and what we can take away from that so that hopefully you are able to apply it and see similar results. Just for context, because everybody's at a different place with the number of followers they already have, for me, Gaining about 1,500 or like 1,700 followers in a month is a growth rate of 10%, which I think is really, really good. Like I think that's actually a quite unreal growth rate. So for you, you know, if you have um, like 100 followers, a growth rate of of 10% would be gaining 10 followers. Just so you know, um, that is kind of context for what you might be able to expect um, in terms of results here. And also growth rates are going to vary. Like I think when you have a smaller number of followers, you're going to easily reach a higher growth rate than if you have a higher number of followers just naturally. So with all that background, let's actually dive into the analytics. So just as a quick tip for you, if you ever want to really look at your Instagram insights in depth in a way that's not just on a tiny screen, I highly recommend using Later. I've been talking about Later for like over a year now um, on YouTube and on my podcast, and it's because I really, truly love it, and I use it for my clients as well. Not only does Later provide like scheduling, um, but you can also view your Instagram insights through Later, which we will get into later later. I keep saying that a lot, but we'll get into it. Um, you can't see insights for Instagram reels, unfortunately, um, or IGTV 
through your typical insights or therefore through later. Um, but there's some other numbers here that we're going to look at that are still going to be, um, very helpful for us in understanding how we can grow. So anyway, this is not sponsored by later. I kind of wish it was, but I do just have to say that's how I'm able to analyze all this so in depth. And you can see this stuff on the Instagram insights tab in your phone, but it's just so much easier to look at it on a desktop organized in this way. So all of that being said, let's talk about firstly, reach and impressions. Before I get into the trends that I saw, I just want to clarify for anybody who might be a beginner, what is the difference between reach and impressions? Because you might see these numbers on your posts and think, okay, like what, what do these actually mean? Reach is the total number of people who see your content. So everybody, everybody who looks at it, that is the total number impressions are the number of times your content is displayed no matter who it was that saw it. So reach is basically the total unique views and impressions is just the total views. So for instance, like if Lizzo posts a a new photo, I I might actually see it twice. Um, and so I would count for one towards the reach, but two towards the impression. So you'll probably notice that your reach tends to be just a little bit lower than impressions each time. Um, because people don't tend to go back and look at Instagram photos for a second time, but you never know. Um, so that is just an explanation of the difference here. So naturally both reach and impressions are going to go up and down each day because it really depends on what you've posted that day. Um, just because of the way Instagram works, people don't tend to just go to your profile to see what's new, right? They're going to see you when you post something. So when you look at your reach and impressions graph, you're going to see a little spike every time you post. So if you look at mine, you'll see that it goes up and down a lot Monday to Friday. And then, um, it's down for sure on the weekends. Cause I don't post on Saturday and Sunday. And then it kind of does this spiky thing again throughout the week. So because it's going up and down all the time, when it comes to reach and impressions, you're not actually going to see like consistent growth here necessarily, because it looks more like, um, whatever they call the the chart that reads your heartbeat. <laughs> Clearly I am not a doctor, but it's, it's going up and down. Right. But what you can look at is actually where your reach and impressions are crossing consistently. So kind of getting a sense of, you know, how often is it going over certain milestones? So for me, I kind of look at the number 5,000 as like a standard before January, my, um, reach, which again is unique viewers went over 5,000, just a few different times. Like if you look at the graph and obviously this is so much easier to do, um, in video format, but I'll try my best to describe it here. When you look at the graph, it's peaked over that 5,000, you know, mark a few times, but not a lot. But then in January, when we look at that, we actually start to see the line go over 5,000 most days. The only dips you really see in my analytics, um, are on the weekends. Like I was saying, because I tend not to post on the weekends just because I think, you know, it's good to have days off, good to have a, a break for your mental health and stuff. So that is kind of how I would personally recommend looking at your reach and impressions to get a sense of how much they're changing is, try to choose a benchmark like 5,000 or whatever, and then see how often your reach went above that and then how often it's going above it now. And that'll kind of give you a sense of if it's like consistently growing over time. So that's kind of what happened to my reach and impressions. We really started to see reach passing over that 5,000 milestone pretty much every day when in January it didn't do it that often. 
The other main area where I really saw um, growth indicated by my insights is in the profile visits. So to me, profile visits tell a really, really fascinating story about the growth of your Instagram. And I think a lot of people aren't necessarily focusing on that because so often we're thinking about likes, comments, shares, saves, maybe reaching impressions, but I think profile visits are actually really, really important. In both November and December, I was floating around, you know, 200 or less profile views like a day with the exception of one post in November where, you know, I, I posted this booty pic. So obviously my profile views skyrocketed. Um, if you go to my profile, you'll find it and know what I'm talking about. But anyway, that that is just, um, you know hot tip that a lot of people don't admit is you post a photo in your underwear, you will get more profile views. It's just true. Um, but anyway, all of a sudden in January, um, I was seeing over 500 profile views most days, um, with the exception of the weekend dips that we talked about earlier. This is a really big deal. And I know it might not seem like a lot because profile visits is not something that is displayed up next to your name. It's not something people can see on your post. And so I think we really like devalue it in terms of how much we think think about it in our Instagram growth strategies, but it really is important. If you think about it, every time somebody visits your profile, that's an opportunity for someone to hit the follow button because some of these profile views, sure, they could be existing followers, but a lot of them probably aren't. Because if you think about it, how often, if you follow me on Instagram, how often do you go to my profile? I'm going to say probably not that often. I know personally, once I'm following someone, I don't really go and like creep their profile that often. Most of the time, all the people I'm following, I'll probably have seen their profile once. And it's when I decided whether or not to follow them, unless I'm like high key obsessed with them and I go and look at it (laughs) frequently. So getting people to follow your profile is a lot easier if you can get them to go look at it. So in January, I got a lot more people to my profile than before. And that had a huge impact on my follower growth. And to me, profile visits becomes a really important metric to consider when we're talking about growing with reels, because as I said before, you can't see the specific analytics for your reels yet. We're all of us creators are here hoping that Instagram releases insights for reels soon, but right now all you can see is likes, comments, and views. But I think the reason why my profile view shot up so much in January is because I was posting reels and they were able to people were able then to come to my profile and find me through my reels. Speaking of reels, I was really curious to see the difference between reels and the regular content, like the regular feed content that I've been posting to really try to get a sense of where this growth is coming from. Because if you didn't get a chance to listen to my 2021 Instagram growth strategy um, episode, which I would recommend checking that out after this, basically I break down all the ways that I'm posting on Instagram and how I'm intending for that to help me grow. So that included a reel every weekday, so five days a week. And then I also post one photo of myself, just a regular feed photo with some kind of like vulnerable, like from the heart caption. And then I do one carousel a week where I'm like sharing really valuable advice, um, you know, like those typical swipe through carousels, um, really savable, shareable content. So I was curious, okay, where are these profile visits and the reach and impressions really coming from? Um, Is it the reels? Like that seems to be like working because that's the biggest thing that's changed, but I am still posting this other content. So I wanted to dive in and kind of look at my insights and analyze it from that perspective. So I pulled up my detailed post-performance analytics through later so that I could see the number of impressions that I'm getting on my feed posts, which in this experiment, I'm kind of using that as um, a number to compare to the 
number of views that I'm getting on my reels. And just as a side note, um, Instagram has noted on their help page that the view metric is still in development. So we don't really have a sense of exactly what the meaning of views on reels is at this time. Um, so because of that, we're going to assume that reels is similar to let's say reach or impressions. Um, because we don't know, does somebody have to be watching for three seconds for it to count as a view or do they have to be watching for more? Instagram hasn't released that information. So we can just kind of make a rough estimation that it would be similar to reach or impressions. So my top performing feed posts, those photos and those carousels that I mentioned earlier on Instagram, they range from like 6,000 to 14,000 impressions. And after looking through my reels, I noticed that all of my reels are pretty much getting the same number of views as my top performing feed posts receive in terms of reach. So my reels are more so in like the 8,000 to like 15,000. I even have a reel right now that's got over a hundred thousand views, which is pretty wild. So that's kind of where the reels are hitting. So because of that, I think it's pretty safe to say that reels is more likely what's moving the needle and getting people to my profile. Cause first of all, I'm posting way more of them and they are getting like more views typically than I get as impressions on my um, feed posts. So that would indicate to me that they're going a little bit further. And I really do think it's because of the Reels algorithm and um, the Explore page. So to dive into that a little bit more, let's actually talk about now how Reels really help you grow because it's not just about making reels. It's about making reels that are going to be interesting and engaging to people. And I really think there are three main factors that I've noticed in my experience over this past month and a half or so of making reels that I've seen, um, really perform well, because as a little bit of background in December, I did start experimenting with reels more. I actually did a little um, mini vlogmas series where I was making kind of daily vlogs in a reels format. And those videos did not get a lot of views. Um, and I think it's because they weren't really following these next three tips that I have for you. And once I started implementing these strategies, that's when I really started to see growth with my reels. So number one is following common trends. So following trends like challenges or trending audios is essential if you want your videos to go viral or show up on the Reels Explore page. You don't always have to mimic exactly what others are doing, but it's important to see what the trend is and then try to put your own spin on it. So for me, I often look through TikToks. I mean, I spend a lot of time on TikTok just recreationally. And if I come across something funny, then I will send myself that video. And often I'll include a little message note along with it of the angle or the spin that I would put on it. So some kind of trend where, you know, you'll often see people like applying it to, um, you know, oh, this is like how millennial girls got ready to go out in 2016 or, you know, whatever, like They'll kind of take their own angle or their own niche to, to do that trend. And so I will take it and think about, okay, how can I apply this to like social media marketing or Instagram growth or being a content creator? And then I'll make my own spin on that meme. Something that is really effective and you'll kind of notice this built in naturally to most TikTok trends is a surprise ending can really boost that engagement and shares. Like if you can keep people watching until second, you know, like 25, 26, and then right in that last bit of the video, then you spin it around and do something totally unexpected. That's what's really going to keep people interested and make them more likely to share it with their friends. Um, and once you kind of know that a lot of TikTok trends are built on 
um, a setting up of expectations and then a reversal, you'll notice it a lot. That's it's very, very common. Um, and it's kind of why so many TikTok trends are effective. So think about how you can follow common trends when you're creating your reels content. Number two is providing quick wins. Your time is really limited. Reels can only be 15 seconds or 30 seconds long. So you want to focus on giving small takeaways that people can implement like today, like maybe even in the next 10 minutes that are going to have a measurable difference in their life or their business. So for example, um, if you're going to be talking about social media marketing, that's obviously my niche. If I give like three quick Instagram story hacks where I'm like, did you know you can copy and paste photos to your story? Did you know you can create a, you know, the entire screen one color by tapping and holding, you know, those are basic ones that a lot of people know. But if you give, you know, three quick tips that people can like immediately go and try them for themselves, that is going to be really effective versus if you're giving like long-term strategy advice, kind of how I'm doing in this podcast, it wouldn't really work that well on reels because a, I can't even fit it into 30 seconds and B, it takes a really long time to implement and see results from that. So it's not going to have that same viral potential. Number three is using subtitles and text on your screen. Not everyone. And in fact, most people don't have their audio on while they're using Instagram, not to mention you really want to make sure that the content that you're creating is accessible because not everybody can hear and you need to be able to have subtitles or captions so that those people can participate in your content too. In 2019, Forbes actually posted an article about a study ran by Verizon Media where they examined the relationship between video viewing, sound, and captions. And they pulled over 5,000 Americans and found that 69% of people view video with the sound off in public places and 25% watch with the sound off even in private places. 80% of consumers are more likely to watch an entire video when there are captions available. And about half of consumers say captions are important because they watch the video with the sound off. So honestly, just making your content accessible should be enough to convince you to do this. Um, but it's important to know that pretty much everybody appreciates having captions or subtitles on social media content these days. So make sure that you're doing that on your reels. And I think that even more so actually on reels than TikTok, people are watching without sound. Um, so keep that in mind. It's also really effective to use titles to highlight what you're sharing. Even if you have captions, you can have, um, text pop up here and there to highlight important parts. And that tends to make it more engaging. So as a quick recap, make sure that you're following common trends, providing quick wins, and then using text and subtitles. The final thing that I want to chat about when it comes to reels to hopefully make it all feel a little less intimidating for you is that reels don't have to be super complex. I think a lot of people, they're feeling like, oh, I finally just mastered creating feed posts and now I've got to learn how to make reels. Trust me, it's not as hard as it seems. One of my top performing reels was actually just a simple clip where I just started the timer press play, sit in front of the camera, did a little dance to some music, pointed to a few different places on the screen and inserted text sharing my three favorite apps that I use in my social media marketing business. And it performed really well. This is a good example of how quick wins can be really, really effective. And it doesn't have to be in a complex format. So just to give you a few ideas to get the creative juices flowing, here are three easy real ideas that you can do like today. Like when you turn off this podcast, you can open up the reels app and film these like right now. 
Number one is the how-to reels. This can be easily done for any niche. So pick some sort of common thing that you could teach how to do, whether that's how to make your iced coffee, how to style a cute outfit, how to um, you know do um, a sun salutation in yoga, or how to schedule reels in later, <laughs> as an example of what I did. It can be really straightforward. You can film a few clips, do it quickly. Obviously it has to be done in 30 seconds, but it can be very effective and valuable for the people who are watching. The second reels idea I have for you is the behind the scenes. Take someone behind the scenes of your life or business. One of my top performing reels is actually me showing how I create my content for my Instagram clients. It performed really well. It's a lot of different clips of me creating a content calendar, being on a call, like doing revisions, like that kind of thing. And I think people found it really interesting to see the inner workings of how me and my team create Instagram content and Instagram strategies for our clients. The third idea I have for you is to do a little dance. <laughs> just like I mentioned, one of my most popular reels is just me dancing and displaying text on the screen, like giving some tips about um, apps that you can download or like another one that's performed really well is engagement tips for Instagram. Just find some trending audio and do a little dance, have a little fun, and don't be afraid of looking silly. Like everybody looks silly doing this. It's okay. It works. If you can't beat them, join them. Trust me, this real format, as silly as it might seem, it really is effective. So those are three real ideas that I hope you can take and implement today to get started. And I think you will see a huge return on your investment when you dive in and start creating reels. Here's the thing that I want to leave you with. If you want to see this type of growth, you really are going to need to be super consistent with it and post like every weekday, if not more often. In January, I posted five reels a week for four weeks, and I was able to see that growth of 1,500 plus new followers. I personally get my ideas from scrolling through TikTok or thinking of some of those quick wins that we talked about before that might benefit my audience. Once I have my list of content, I spend like three to four hours and just record all of my reels for one month. I won't lie. It is exhausting. Like after I go through that, I feel so wiped out from just being on camera for so long and going back and forth between filming, editing, saving the videos, adding text, adding audio, but it really, really is worth it. Cause once you're done, you have an entire month of content ready to go and you don't have to worry about it. Cause now I'm in a stretch of time where I just get my notification from later each day. I post my reel and I know I'm good to go. So I don't have to worry about it all the time because I put in that time to batch work it at the beginning of the month. And that my friends is the strategy that helped me gain over a thousand followers in one month. I cannot wait to see how much you start to grow when you implement reels into your content creation strategy. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Creator Club Podcast. If you listen to this entire episode, I want to know who you are. Send me a DM on Instagram at Katie Steckley so we can chat. Do you want to be part of the official Creator Club? You can join my Insider Squad Facebook group by going to katiesteckley.com slash club. I'd love to see you there. Finally, if you're looking for more value-packed content like this, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash katie. Go to my channel and search Instagram hacks, and I promise you won't be disappointed. If you want to hear more episodes like this and support this show to continue, please leave me a review in iTunes. It really helps me out, and you just might get featured on the next episode as the review of the week. Leave your IG handle in the review so I can give you a shout out. Again, thanks so much for listening, and as always, I hope you are having adventures and following your dreams, and I'll catch you next week, Creator Club.